0: Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents The Unlisted Owner Director's Cut. Featuring nine minutes of never-before-seen footage. Out now via Amazon Streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. You've been warned. Welcome, and for Chris's sake, my name is Chris Anthony Lopez, and this is episode 49 of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you go ahead and like this podcast, share this podcast, subscribe to it, follow it, rate it on Apple Pods, and just tell your friends about it. Tell your homies, tell your family, tell your coworkers, tell them all about for Chris's sake, because we have a bunch of fun content on here. Over a year now. We've been doing this for about 16 months, so this is pretty nuts. And today we are talking about Hawkeye. We're doing more Hawkeye. Episode 4, Partners. Am I right? Yeah. We're going to talk about this episode last week, last Monday. I be- last, Monday, last Thursday, I believe it was December 2nd. That episode was a review of episodes 1 through 3, my feelings on the show so far, my general thoughts on what's going on, and just some theories and some remarks on people's theories and expectations. But, you know what? I watched episode 4, and I just got done like 10 minutes ago. So, we're going to talk episode 4. We're going to see if my thoughts have changed at all about this show. See if I'm back, see if I'm in it, see if I'm still disappointed. We're going to find out. So, without further ado, how was... Episode 4 of Hawkeye, let me tell you, in my opinion, it was good. It was good. This was like episode 3 to me, you know? It's a little bit shorter on the shorter side, you know, with Disney Plus liking to add on them credits at the end of each episode that are like 7 minutes long. And this just felt like it was another very solid episode. Now we're not reinventing the wheel out here, but I I said it last week, I'll say it again here, Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld are by far the best parts of this show, as they should be. I'm a fan. Oh yeah, and by the way, uh, spoilers, we're doing spoilers this whole time, so if you haven't seen it, go ahead, check it out, come back to this, I'll still be here. So... Let's just talk about who showed up and who didn't show up. I feel like that's what's on everyone's mind. We didn't get any Wilson Fisk. We didn't get any Hawkeye. Or not, that's Hawkeyes to show. We didn't get any Kingpin. And I'm cool with that. I don't think we'll see Kingpin until the last episode. And I just found out not too long ago that there were only six episodes in this. So I'm assuming my guess, which I may eat flack for this, come next week. But I don't think we'll see kingpin slash wilson fisk until the end of this show if we even see him in this show because we know we have that echo series coming on disney plus maybe we'll get more of wilson fisk in that show but as of right now i am still on the edge or i'm still kind of wishy-washy on if i think kingpin's gonna show up that's just me personally now on who did show up was yelena Yelena, Natasha Romanoff's sister from Black Widow. For those who haven't seen Black Widow, you might be awfully confused, but Kevin Feige told us a long time ago that these shows are crucial, and you need to watch them alongside the movies to get a better grasp on what's going on going forward. I mean, if you've missed WandaVision, Loki, Captain America, and the Falcon, or, oh my gosh, here I am am again. Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and What If... You're going to be a little bit confused, potentially, on some things going on in the future of the MCU. But Yelena showed up at the very end. And we saw this little fight scene with her and Hawkeye. And this four-way fight scene with Hawkeye, Kate, Yelena in a mask at that point, And Maya Lopez. Okay, fantastic. The fight scene was rad. The entire back half of the episode, to me, was where the money was at. Kate doing the makeshift Christmas with Clint all the way up to the reveal of Yelena and the callbacks to Clint's past with Natasha, the shot he didn't take, all these different things. This is what's up. This is what I wanted. This is what I wanted from this show and I'm so glad we're getting it. Granted, it's in the back half of the show, especially if it's only one season and it's only six episodes, but I'm glad we're seeing it nonetheless. Yelena's revealed and I don't know about y'all but I got a vibe that she was holding back the entire time she was fighting Kate and Clint. She could have killed them right? I mean if Black Widow the movie taught us anything is that that character is nothing to screw with. She's nothing to mess with. She totally could have killed Clint and Kate but she didn't. She opted almost not to save kate but to almost get her out of the way while she was dealing with clint and she didn't even go as far as doing anything crazy with clint you know yeah i know maya was in the way and she was still a presence in the fight but yo yelena could have killed all three of them right that's my guess but what's the future of this character in this show are we gonna see her in the last two episodes will we only see florence Pugh in episode five I have no idea. Now, to be completely honest, I watched this episode a little bit later on my Wednesday, and Florence Pugh's actually the one that spoiled this reveal for me. She posted a picture of Yelena on her Instagram, and I'm like, oh, well, that's a fun surprise I would have liked to see. But during the fight, there are some Black Widow-esque things, and Clint even catches his eye on one of them. So it's kind of given away, but again, I'll cry about it later. It's no big deal. Still a pretty cool reveal, but what's going to go on now? Is Yelena going to be sticking around? Is she only going to be in episode five? Like how I think, I think we're only going to see her in one episode. At least one more episode. And then that's it. The future of the character, I don't know. They really set her up to be the next Black Widow-esque character, which is cool. I really liked Florence Pugh. Yelena was one of the better parts of the Black Widow movie that came out earlier this year. And I'm glad we're seeing more of her. But I want to see her, you know, bust some chops with Kate Bishop. I want to see how Clint is going to talk to Yelena about what happened on Vormir. You know, I want to know that. And hopefully, probably, presumably, we'll see it in episode five. So, no Kingpin, but some Yelena. Rad. Okay, but to stay with that... Final fight scene when Kate was going to the apartment building. Were y'all aware that was Maya Lopez's apartment? I had no idea until Maya scared the shit out of me when she popped up at the like when she just popped up and Kate turned around and hit her in across the head. Like that scared the hell out of me solely because you know the character is you know she's deaf and she's real silent and apparently those are silent alarms. That Hawkeye inevitably told us about. Which I mean. For those who were aware and are knowledgeable of that. Y'all probably picked up on it way faster than I did. But I just didn't. I, I couldn't you know. I couldn't get with it. I I didn't know. Until Clint had to tell me explicitly. But that's fine. That was cool. I liked that uh, we saw more of Maya. And in the last two episodes. I'm assuming it's going to be a Maya heavy Solely because you have to set the character up for her own show. That damn watch. I want to know what is the deal with that watch. I thought initially when they first showed us in the first episode. That it was just going to be, oh, here's a watch from the Avengers Compound. No, it means something. And apparently, Laura, Clint's wife, is also in on this watch. To the point where Maya had... Laura and Clint's kids' names written down on a piece of paper with their damn ages on it. That is terrifying. Because who the hell is Maya telling this information to? And now are these kids in danger? These last two episodes are going to be action-packed, going to be full of mystery, maybe some death. I said last week that I don't feel too comfy about Clint making it out of this series. And especially after today... I'm doubling down on that notion. I'd be surprised if Clint made it out alive of his own Disney Plus series. That's just my two cents, though. I I don't know. Granted, none of us know about the future of this character or of this show. But with six episodes, we have two more left. It ends in two weeks right before Christmas. And I'm just very apprehensive to finish it solely because I don't want to watch Clint die. That's Clint's always been a character that I've admired and I've uh, that I've loved because I think Jeremy Renner has played the best of his ability with what he was given in the Avengers films and in Captain America and and this series, especially this series. I talked about the makeshift Christmas that Kate and Clint had. That was awesome. That was some of the best just like quality time that characters have had in the entire mcu because it's clint essentially opening up to kate and clint's out here showing off his pinpoint accuracy and showing kate how to do it it's the little things for me it's the little things and that means a lot to someone who not only already loves clinton barton but fell in love with kate bishop like literally everyone watching this show she brings the pizza, she brings the tree, she sets up the tree to bring Christmas to him because he can't go home. That's super sweet. But then, the big thing, while they're drinking their daiquiris, their frozen daiquiris, I think they're daiquiris, or margaritas, whatever they are, Kate has like questions for uh, Clint. And she inevitably points together, or uh, puts it together that Clint was Ronan. And it wasn't too hard for her to figure out. Kate's a very smart girl. And I'm surprised that it took her this long to do it. Granted, she just, you know... She's like, ah, you're, you're protecting or you're hiding something. You're a ronin, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, that was me. And she's like, your family got dusted or in the blip? Yep. And he kept doing what he was trained to do. And that was to be a killer. That was to be a weapon like how he put it straight up like he said he was a weapon clint is not a hero he was trained to do certain things and he just reworked them to the avenger standard that was a great moment for them to share that clint is a flawed character especially after what we saw in endgame this man's killed so many people not just the like the little arrows that he's done, he he snapped. And the only thing he had to do once his family got blipped was to go out and kill the bad guys. To protect others in his own twisted way. Clint's flawed and this entire series has been telling us that from the beginning. Shit, we could go back to Avengers Endgame and pinpoint that. But now Clint's explicitly telling us what's going on and how he can't leave until he fixes his mistakes he can't retire he can't go home he has to stick around and hope that this ronin stuff can be put behind him granted do i think it's going to be at some point yeah i guess but will clint have to deal with the repercussions of his actions that's been a big deal in this show is dealing with the consequences. There are consequences. The entire MCU, at least the back half of the MCU, has been keen on you facing your demons and facing consequences to what you're doing. And Clint is doing that now with Ronan. And that beautiful scene with Kate and Clint. I love Jeremy and Haley in in this show so damn much. Because they're both incredible actors. And especially Haley Steinfeld is acting the shit out of this role. And I love her in this show so much. And as a lot of people are quickly realizing. Oh yo, Haley Steinfeld's a great actor. She has been for a very long time now. If y'all haven't seen True Grit. If y'all haven't seen Edge of 17, if y'all haven't seen Bumblebee, yeah, I said Bumblebee. She's great in that movie. That movie's great. Go check it out. Haley Steinfeld's the real deal. And in this show, she is gonna be, they're really setting her up to be a, a pillar of the MCU going forward. Yes, please give me more, but we gotta deal with this show first. Last week on FCS, I talked about Kate's, parents and step parents who I'm not the biggest fan of especially that damn Jack character and Vera Farmiga's uh, Eleanor Bishop I am still if actually I take that back I am even more bothered and and I feel very apprehensive at these two characters actions they're very sus incredibly suspicious Last week in episode 3, we ended the episode with Jack holding Ronan's blade to Hawkeye's throat, just for him to be like, oh no, you're cool, no big deal, we good, thanks for saving the world, buddy. Her parents are so damn weird. Eleanor is hiding something and I am very intrigued to see what that is. And she cahoots with the kingpin. It's Jack in cahoots with the kingpin what's jack's role the swordsman's role did he let me throw this out there what if clint wasn't the one that killed maya lopez's father what what that was jack just just to throw that out there for a second that jack somehow got a hold of the of the ronin outfit and killed maya lopez's father just to put that out there But Eleanor and Jack are very sus. Are they in cahoots with each other in regards to the whole villainy aspect? I think Eleanor... You don't cast Vera Farmiga to be this, you know, oh, I'm just your mom. I'm just Kate Bishop's mom. Unless they are really throwing us for a loop, which I don't think they are in this show, at least in regards to this certain character. I think Vera Farmiga has ill will, and she's... She has different intentions than what Kate has. I think we set that up from the beginning, and we're going to keep seeing that now. When she talked to Clint in the beginning of the episode, when Clint was like, we're not partners, I'll get Kate out of this, it's my cross to bear, etc., etc., and she was just talking to him and trying to relate with him and bringing up Black Widow by name. That was a nice trend to start the episode with the Black Widow references and the... And the... What's the word I'm looking for? And the homages to things that have happened prior. Like in the end fight. Where it happened to Clint twice. or it happened in that fight twice. An homage to either an overhead shot of the building. Seeing how Kate almost fell. A la Natasha Romanoff. Or when Yelena like threw Kate off the building. And Clint had his arm out extended. A la like what happened in Endgame. You know? Like, there are a lot of homages to Black Widow. I mean, shit, we had a Black Widow show up at the end of the episode. But we're going to get more Natasha in this. And I'm glad that we're making Natasha's death a big deal. Because Lord knows Endgame didn't make it one besides getting the Soul Stone. I'm just super sussed out by Eleanor Bishop. I want to know what she's doing. She made that phone call talking about... Clint Barton I want to know what that's about is she calling Kingpin is she calling a different character because obviously Jack is already there in the penthouse mansion thingy that she lives at downtown now with two episodes left I am wondering how they're gonna wrap up this subplot with the tracksuit mafia with Maya have we even seen the real big bad yet I don't think so and if we have seen the big bad It's a version of a character we've already been seeing, but just with their mask off. Like, I know there's a lot of talk about costumes. They brought back the LARPers, which are so charming. I don't think I mentioned them last week. I love the whole thing with the LARPers. I think it humanizes the show a little bit, and it adds a lot of comedy, and I really dig it. They straight up set up how the LARPers are going to be making Kate and Clint's suits, which are pretty damn rad. If y'all watch this, I mean, we all watch on Disney+, Plus. but if y'all look at the banner, they have, like, these awesome suits. Where the hell are those? I've been asking myself that for weeks. Oh, yeah, the LARPers are gonna make them. And that's so damn cool. I like that a lot. Whenever the hell we get those, whenever the hell we find out who the big bad is, does Clint stay alive? Do we do... Are we going to find out more about Jack? Is he a version of Ronan that happened after Clint? I don't know. There's so many thoughts that I have. But overall, I'm I'm happy with the pace that the show is going now. The first two episodes didn't really do it for me. The third one was really me in. And this one is making me more interested on what's going on with episode five. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Prior to me sitting down right here and talking about it out loud, I still wasn't feeling it. I still am not really feeling the hype like how I had with Loki, with WandaVision, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Even with What If, people were like, oh, let's talk about What If, even though I definitely was not one of those people. But those other three shows I mentioned, which it's not, you can't compare them. You cannot compare any of these shows to Hawkeye or vice versa. Because they're all different shows tonally. And it's it's just hard to compare them off the bat They're different lengths. Some of them are getting renewed for more seasons. Some of them aren't. Some are going into movies, etc, etc. But the hype in regards to social media, I feel like isn't as high for a show like this. Loki, that was the talk of the town every single damn week. Hawkeye, not necessarily. People are waiting for Kingpin. And I feel like... Folks aren't going to be happy until they see Kingpin, if they do. A couple of buddies of mine, we have a little group chat so we can talk about all this Marvel shit. And one of them straight up stayed up at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch the episode and sent in the group chat, Oh, like, where's Kingpin? It's not what he said, but that's what I read. He was kind of bummed that he didn't see Kingpin. And I guarantee a lot of other people are like that. Don't go into shows expecting certain characters to show up because it's just going to bum you out. Seeing Elena was cool. She was there for a second, or at least we saw Florence Pugh's face for a second. I want to see more of her, and I guarantee we will. But don't let shows, or don't let characters dictate whether you're hyped for a show or not. Especially characters that we haven't even seen yet, if you know what I mean. Don't let Kingpins reveal or, un- or him his teases, whatever, guide your way of thinking for Hawkeye's a whole show. And I know Kevin Feige recently confirmed that if Daredevil were to pop up anywhere, it would be Charlie Cox, which immediately tells us that Vincent D'Onofrio is going to reprise the role as Kingpin if he were to show up in this show. All right, cool. We're starting to integrate. The Marvel Netflix shows. Maybe I'll talk about those one day on FCS. Because I I love those shows. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil. And that's it. Actually, I don't even hate Iron Fist. And I thought The Vendors was fun. But maybe one day I'll talk about those. That's off topic. Hawkeye Partners, am I right? Episode 4. It was cool. It was a goodie. And I think the show's trending in the right direction. At least for me. It is making some some strides that I wasn't feeling after the first two episodes, and maybe it's the Bert and Birdie of it all because I know Bert and Birdie have been directing um, these these past couple episodes. So I mean, like hell yeah, and I believe they're going to be doing um, some more stuff with Marvel soon. So. I, I'm, I'm rocking with this and according to Wikipedia so take that as you wish they're doing at least one more episode so I'm, I'm here for it I'm here for more Hawkeye and I'm excited for episode 5 hopefully we keep going in the right direction but until then I have no idea so in conclusion how did I feel about episode 4 of Hawkeye it's the best episode so far that and three, they're very close. But I'm I don't know. I think I'm I'm rocking with episode four or more. Ask me again tomorrow. I guarantee I'll have a different answer. Thank you so much for listening to For Chris's sake this week. I really do appreciate it. Actually, today we had a double episode. It kind of just happened to be a double episode without even it planned out that way. Episode 50 of the pod is also up on the podcast feed, so make sure you go ahead and check that out. We are talking about Kit Cuddy's Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen, one year later. So if you're a fan of Kit Cuddy or you want to hear some fans of Kit Cuddy just absolutely go nuts for an hour and a half talking about Kit Cuddy's latest project, then go ahead and check that out on the For Chris's Steak feed. Follow the podcast. Subscribe. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Share this pod. Let me know what you think of Hawkeye. My social medias are in the description. Because let's talk more Hawkeye. I'm always down to talk Marvel. And we're going to be talking a lot of Marvel this week. Next week, I believe, is... Yeah, it's next week. Spider-Man No Way Home happens next week. And you can bet that we are talking Spider-Man No Way Home right here on this podcast. The second I get done with my two viewings in a day. Yes, I'm that guy. I'm going to be that guy next Thursday. Two viewings in one day. I'm going to come back on here, record a pod, and immediately put that up for y'all. Because Spider-Man No Way Home is the event film of the year. And if what I think is going to happen is going to happen, I'm going to need to let out my thoughts. So, for Hawkeye, and I guess Spider-Man, my name is Chris Anthony Lopez. And for Chris's sake, be good people. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.